a god named Sparkles? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to NYC Actors Talk Spider-Man. I'm Hunter. I'm Nick. And I'm Mukhtar. Welcome, Mukhtar Ali. It's a pleasure to be here. Special guests, very special guests. Very special guests. We have won you on the show for a while now. Uh, you're a good friend of mine. Um, some would say great. Some would say amazing. Oh, amazing! I would have said spectacular, but you know. Spider-Man. Uh, I see. <laughs> that's where. That's why we're not spectacular best friends. <laughs> because I only go to amazing with you. <laughs> um. But yeah, speaking of amazing, we're talking about Amazing Spider-Man 2 today. Um, uh, I, I'm so excited to talk uh, about this movie, not just with you, uh, Hanan LaSalle, as always, but uh, with you, Mukhtar, because we have a very interesting relationship with this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I would argue the best relationship with this movie. Best relationship. I think that I think that was the beginning of me like talking deeply about movies with anyone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that movie awoke something in me that I didn't know I had. Yeah, it awoke something, all right. It really <laughs> did, and we'll get into it. But um, but before we we get into it, just a few behind the scenes, uh, kind of facts about it. So, obviously, this was back in the day, 2014. You know, a, a huge sequel. You know, everyone was highly anticipating it after the first movie. You know, it, it, people liked it. You know, I, I, we already talked about, you know, Hunter thought it was okay. I thought it, it was pretty bad. But, you know, as a whole, people wanted more and clearly, like, liked what they saw, right? And they were like, oh, is he going to find Uncle Ben's killer, Peter Parker? Is he um, going to find out about, like, who his parents really are? Like, you know, with them and like, Oscorp and whatnot. So that was, like, the hook, right? That was a hook in the marketing for that first one. And kind of the hook for for this one too like okay you're gonna find out this is the movie you're gonna figure out what were they doing what, what were peter parker's parents doing peter parker's parents come on you know and so we, we're gonna find out in this in this episode in this in this movie <laughs> so uh <laughs> just in general um but yeah so to start off they had huge plans for this franchise that obviously never saw the light of day after this movie. But um, they, they wanted to make a third one. They wanted to make a fourth one. And they wanted to make a Sinister Six spinoff movie. None of those things happened. And in some ways, some of those things might be in a different Spider-Man movie that is coming out pretty soon <laughs> so that's interesting um but yeah so yeah they had all these plans um they were gonna make like a venom well they eventually they did make a venom movie but um but like a venom movie i guess like in this universe and like there, there were rumors that there was gonna be an aunt may movie <laughs> do you remember that i do not remember that i wish i, I wish you didn't tell me <laughs> What, what would that movie be? Uh, her being the laundry sheriff, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the laundry sheriff. <laughs> Is that her alter ego? <laughs> oh, okay, laundry sheriff. <laughs> yeah, and, and Andrew Garfield's only in the movie a little bit, just going like, okay, laundry sheriff. <laughs> um, 
uh, Sinister Six, which they clearly set up here, you know, about like all these villains. Like, I guess, I don't know. I guess it would be something like Suicide Squad. You know, that's what we got with Suicide Squad. So I guess that's what they were going to try to do with that movie. Um, but yeah, once again, none of, none of these things happened. And, you know, so the infamous like Sony hack happened, if you remember, where like all their emails were leaked you know that now we all now we know what they were thinking you know they were talking about and it's pretty hilarious like some of the emails about like what they thought was like what they what people liked about spider-man and everything like that but uh basically andrew garfield was like at the time like kind of speaking out uh of the of the production studio of, of sony and so like they were having emails about like we should fire this guy. Right. And so like after this movie, you know, there's a lot of tensions between them and, and basically they fired him like in an email, they fired this iteration of Spider-Man in a, in an email, just like you're fired. And it's like, Whoa, I feel so bad for him. Like, think about it. Like you, a character you've always wanted to play since you were three. And then like, because I don't know, you are either just like speaking your mind or, or like trying to make the franchise better or whatever, trying to uh, talk with Sony, whatever Sony being the greedy, you know, the greedy corporation that they are, you know, they, they were like, oh yeah, yeah, Andrew, you're fired. It sucks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I didn't know, I just thought that like the, the theories got canned. I didn't know that they fired him. So they fired him before they canned it? Yeah, well, I think it was a whole thing, just kind of like uh, Tobey Maguire's uh, Spider-Man movies and Sam Raimi was kind of like, at the end, just like so much creative differences that they were just like, pull the plug. We're going to mm -hmm. set the next Spider-Man movies in the MCU. So another reset after this. It's just like, oh, like they make the same mistakes over and over and over and over. Yeah, I remember being very upset when they when they canceled this i was really upset <laughs> yeah <laughs> so upset that i still haven't seen the tom holland ones <laughs> i know you still haven't seen them and you will now very soon yes <laughs> it, like it, it looked promising like all the things considered it was like exciting to see what they could do with these characters you know so like yeah man andrew garvey getting canned sucked but you know Look at where we are now because of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, uh, with this, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it in those movies, in those episodes. But, like, yeah, like, there are pros and cons to, you know, this Spider-Man 2 and the MCU. And then there's so many interesting th things about that, you know, franchise now. And in, in a lot of ways, especially after this movie, like it or not, you know, the a lot of people really wanted, like, a change. They were like, oh not quite this like the, this was i think the lowest grossing spider-man movie i think it still is um and like they they had these expectations like oh it's you know it should make like over a billion dollars it didn't and then like that was also a big part of it like okay we, i guess we got to move on <laughs> i think into the spider-verse might actually be the lowest grossing which is ridiculous because it's arguably one of the greatest ones but that's beside the point. that is no that that is actually the truth i think i guess maybe it's more just like live action maybe yeah know. live action or at least sure. maybe and or at least like it didn't make it's all of its money back because it was I, I, it was such a, a, a the budget yeah. was so high 
Budget was so high and return was not that high. It might be like the lowest rated Spider-Man of the live actions. I don't know if it beats out Spider-Man 3. I haven't looked at the ratings myself, but it wouldn't surprise me. If you said Amazing Spider-Man 2 was the lowest rated Spider-Man live action film, I wouldn't blink. I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, let me check that right now. Let me see. 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now let's see what Spider-Man 3 has. 3. 3%. 3%. (laughs) 63. So I think it's the lowest rated Spider-Man movie. So there we go. Um, But yeah, so I I find that stuff like super interesting, like what could have been what they wanted to do. They really wanted this to be their MCU, you know, like, oh, like this big expansive universe, but it's just Spider-Man's corner of the universe. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's like, I don't know. At the end of the day, you know, and we'll we'll get into it later, but like, you know, I, I like now that he is a part of this expansive MCU universe and he's mm. like just this kind of small corner of it, the small part of it, which I like. But yeah, um, what else is there to say? They cut so many scenes from the movie, uh, especially with Dane DeHaan's uh, Gobby. Um, I'm very less enthusiastic about his copy as we'll get into. But Peter, <laughs> come on, that's the greatest song, camera green. Could you not like that? <laughs> come on, Hunter, you love him, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have I have a lot of hot takes about this movie that yeah, yeah that's true you you do have hot takes I'm sure yeah I do um but <laughs> you know the, the, there were going to be scenes with like him and and Felicia some more um in, in the movie um who turn, you know eventually turns out to be Black Cat in the Spider-Man universe um there was going to be an alternate uh um kind of post credit scene because if you remember Mukhtar I, I I'm you might remember this too Hunter but like in the theaters when it was playing in theaters the post credit scene was a scene from X-Men Days Future Past a Fox movie yeah yeah it was a teaser it was a teaser for Days of Future Past they were just like yeah we'll just we'll show that because Which- we don't actually have a post credit scene which makes no sense to me because it, it's not even one. the same universe. Yeah, just don't have one. Just don't have one. Just don't have one. Because uh, I was going to say, because instead of, so they did that, right? And the, what they were going to do with the post credit scene originally was, was, and I think they filmed it too, where like, you know how in the, when Harry Osborne, not Harry Osborne, when uh, Norman Osborne dies, right? And you, you see that, like, they're, like, scanning his body or whatever. I don't know if you noticed that, but there's, like, a green light and it's scanning the body in his bed, right? And it, like, and it like goes to, like, his neck, right? If you remember that. Well, the, the, the after credit scene was going to be, oh, his head is in a jar and he's still alive. <laughs> that was a real thing that they wanted to do. That was a real and, thing like, they so wanted like, to do. If you watch the scene again, you'll see that they're wheeling something away in a jar. What's in that jar? Remember that? I remember that. <laughs> Maybe I'm not upset this whole thing got canceled. Maybe I'm not upset. What were they going to do? Oh, God. <laughs> what? You don't like floating head Norman Osborn being the true villain? Come on. Oh, man. Ooh, <laughs> are you in or are you out? <laughs> help, help is back. 
somehow Norman Osborn has returned. Oh, oh wait, that's that's no way home. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> um so and we have all these scenes that they filmed uh mary jane was in the movie and they cut all those uh scenes uh shane lee woodley um played her and there was a bunch of scenes like with her and peter and her and emma stone and they're all cut and i get it though because i i actually agree they said like yeah there's too much going on i'm like yeah there's too much going on so you cut just that stuff. Interesting. Okay. No, but they acknowledged that too much was going on, but they still had so much. <laughs> I don't understand what they were trying to do with that. Then, like, were they trying to do like a love triangle? No, I think they're they were. I'm guessing anyway. There was just like showing like, okay, Mary Jane is around. Maybe she'll like be a love interest in the next one. That kind of thing. Mm, like it's just a really long setup <laughs> the vacancy was there so you know being mm. having mj as like a shoulder to lean on in the next movie that leads into something i could see that as like a planting that seed now just showing that she's like a reliable friend early on right because maybe if this movie was just about like electro and the relationship of gwen and peter maybe there would have been time for that but because we have like so many things Plus all that. It's just like, yeah, I get it. But also, like, there's a lot more to cut, I think. But anyway, before before we talk about our thoughts, or my thoughts specifically, uh, because it's seeping through right now, um, how, do, how do we all feel about The Amazing Spider-Man 2? So I'll, I'll start with you, Hunter, since you got some hot takes. All right. Gentleman. I... I like this movie. <laughs> I, I I turned yeah. it on um, this morning and I was like, you know what? Because um, I remember seeing it when it came out in theaters and I was like, I liked that. And now this time around, I was really ready to hate it because everybody doesn't really like this movie. And I was like, this movie's fun as hell. I really, I really enjoyed myself watching it. I, I understand, though, that there's a lot going on and a lot that I don't necessarily care about and a lot that's forced, but I have a good time watching it. Okay. That's fair. Those are my initial thoughts. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Mukhtar, you, you, uh, you, you have rewatched the movie. I've rewatched it several times since it came out. Yeah, since oh yeah, I mean me, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we watched it in theaters many times. We I, like, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure dropped. we watched it like yeah the day it dropped. We I think we we saw it in theaters like four times, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We saw it a significant amount of times, and I remember walking home with you like because we, we went to the theater by my house where I was living at the time. I remember walking home with you with like a big smile on my face as we left the theater. And the more I thought about this movie, I kept stopping us and being like, wait, 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 wait. And like, by the time I got back, like I was opening my door, I was visibly upset the more I thought about the movie. I will say like watching it, it is lighthearted. It's fun. Like if you just watch it to watch it, it's good. But then when you think about all the things that could have been and everything like surrounding it, like the Amazing Spider-Man 1 before that and what would have came after, that's when you start getting really upset about it. Watching it by itself, it is so fun. The movie starts off on such a good note. 
and it like it maintains a lightheartedness throughout and it, even when it gets deeper and deeper there's still like jokes thrown in here and there it's initial thoughts for the movie is that it is a good it's an enjoyable film it's just not an enjoyable spider-man film because we've been tainted by such good spider and i say this as someone whose favorite spider-man film is spider-man 3 i'm like cringe in that regard like it is fine I understand that. I accept that. The internet hates me because of it. It's okay. We like it. Me and Hunter like, like it. We like it. Good. Thank God. Thank God. But it's like, if that movie had too much going on, and I look at Amazing Spider-Man 2 and say this had too much going on, then you know that there's something about Amazing Spider-Man 2 that they probably should have cut. Great thoughts. Uh, that's kind of almost exactly how I feel. I mean, uh, yeah, because in the moment, watching this this is better than the first amazing spider-man you know what i mean like this is fun like the, i like andrew garfield more in this movie like i that's why i can't wait for him to possibly come back in no way home because it's like okay i see the potential here he can be a good spider-man he's just in a terrible spider-man movie but it's but yeah you're right it's fun it, this movie's so frustrating to me because there's so many things i don't like about it but there's also things i do and so like i can't just like be like i just can't ignore the things i like because that's not fair but also i can't also ignore like all the enormous problems it has about just with the character of, of spider-man with the, all the villains gwen stacy everyone's a fucking idiot in this movie like there's so much to talk about story-wise that's just so frustrating to me but then you have scenes where he's being spider-man where he's fighting the rhino and that's fun that's really fucking fun and when he's you know helping that kid out with his science project and he you know the kid comes back later it's like fuck you actually feel a little bit there and i can't say that about the first amazing spider-man i don't feel anything about that movie that movie is like set up the movie and it's boring and dull lizard is stupid and doesn't have a personality this movie, as dumb as it fucking is, has personality. It's a weird fucking personality, but it's something. It's like the Venom movies for me. It's like dumb as fuck, but like, you know what? I, 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 it was watchable. I got through it very easy, actually. And mm -hmm. I, and I, there were moments that, you know, I was like kind of nostalgic for it. <laughs> I was like, Oh, like, I remember that, like, when me, me and you, Mukhtar, we, when we watched it, like, you know, this is kind of like my childhood Spider-Man movie, even though, like, there are much better ones out there. But yeah, so I, in a, it's frustrating. I don't like it, but I also do. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I, I, I see that. Um, and about the first one, like... I, I cried twice watching this movie. And also how you said that uh, it's an easy, like you got through it easy. It's a two and a half hour movie. There's not a lot of movies that are two and a half hours that you're like, all right, when's this over? You know what I mean? So I think there's something to be said about that. I mean, it it, it is, that's definitely true, but in a way it sacrifices so much for that, for that like frenetic pace. But, but yeah, you're, you're totally right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I will say, though, when we start the movie, it's probably the worst first 10 minutes of any Spider-Man movie probably ever. It, it starts with the parents and uh, oh, come on. Yeah. 
Mukhtar's like, I what? Forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I just watched it. So, you know what? Here, let's talk about okay. that for a second really quick because I just watched it. I just watched the beginning and I completely forgot about the parents of the beginning. I was like, what are you talking about? He flies in from outer space. He stops like a truck. <laughs> That's an amazing first 10 minutes. No, you're absolutely right. It's actually the dad being like, I made a mistake. Also, sorry. Yeah, you yeah. Go, because I have so much to talk about that first sequence. No, no, no. Yeah, let me just get get through this first 10 minutes because I hate it so much. I was like bored. I was like, this is a Spider-Man movie. What the fuck is this? It was like a spy, like espionage thing. And it was like boring as fuck. Oh my God. And it was it was just like, yeah, it was about like Richard Parker. Like, yeah, he's he's like he's on the run with his wife. They're on a plane, and we got the CD like guy there he's washing his hands he's got blood all over him it's so obvious and he's like everything okay <laughs> and they're just like fight 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 and it's like all right so this is a spider-man movie or what <laughs> and so like finally oh and and so many people have mentioned this but like so like the the like the criminal oscorp guy who, who like kills the uh the you know uh, peter's parents in the on the plane he like it's implied like okay he killed like the uh the the driver the uh the pilot right and so so they're fighting they're fighting they're fighting and then the the dead body of the pilot just at, at that moment not not when he, not when he was dead but when i guess now he he just goes like e he goes down and then the plane just starts falling that's sleepy <laughs> He got a little sleepy after dying. A little tired, you know? Mm -hmm. I think the guy killed him and was like, okay, how can I position this dead body to hold the plane steady? For but exactly only for a little bit so I can fight him for a bit. And when I know I will almost lose, then the body will drop and the plane will fall. And yeah, uh, that, that was just like the dumbest thing. Like the editing is, editing is terrible. It's like, it cuts to that, it cuts to this. So yeah, not a great start to a Spider-Man movie. But then after that scene, you know, yeah, we have Spider-Man and yeah, he drops down from outer space. Where did he come from? <laughs> but, but like, it's a fun scene actually. Like I love how, I love Rhino. I love Paul Giamatti as Rhino, as you can tell by my, zoom background mm -hmm. um and you know like he's just like goofy and that's exactly what i wanted these movies to be you know just like sometimes like villains could just be like goofy you know and like while giamatti is giving it his all um he's not in the movie that much but like when he's on it's like oh it's fun like it's a fun little little role and so like yeah just spider-man doing his thing um so yeah how do we feel about that yeah, uh, I really, I love the dropping in from outer space. Uh, and then when he's swinging all around, it's like, oh, dude, this is fun. Like, it, And there's even a shot where like, it's not a, a POV shot, but it, it kind of takes you like under him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is what it would be like to like be uh, like swinging from the buildings. And, and it like still that. looks great. Yes, it looks really amazing. And then once he gets to to Rhino and stuff like that, and he starts having this like back and forth uh, quippy banter, it's like ah, you're you're so likable. This is so fun. I love it. I completely agree. I completely agree. The first ten minutes, like I'm just gonna get into it with, just like you did, Nick, because I like I have to. He is getting caught. He's like he needs to run away, so he downloads files. 
And then he tries to use his key card to get away. And they're like, no, 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 no. Your ID has been restricted. You can't leave the building. So then he leaves the building. How do you leave the building if you just got prevented from leaving the building? He's like, ah, well, I can't use the automated door. I'll just walk out the non-automated door. There's a non-automated. And why did you try the automated door, Richard? Why would why would you do that, bud? Anyway, he kills the spiders because of, you know, you got to delete all the evidence and all that stuff. Yeah, delete the spiders. How did he get to the files that he needed if he just got restricted from the files he needed? That first, the first three minutes of that film is such a mess. And then, like you said, the fighting, the not the pilot somehow flying the plane while dead. And then, <laughs> like that scene with Rhino, right? Like in traffic, like showing that he is really in tune with Spider Man, showing the Spider Man we saw two years ago or whenever Amazing Spider Man 1 dropped. How efficient he is! A much better costume. That costume upgrade. Oh, oh yeah. Can we good. can we talk about the suit for a second? How absolutely for for the longest time that was my favorite Spider Man suit in any live action movie. Such a good amazing. suit. Such a good suit. Yeah, I think I actually prefer the Raimi one now. Now that I revisited the those movies, but I That's still fun. think it's like so perfect. Yeah, it looks it looks almost like a like a cartoon. Yeah, um, like that. Like this I, whole movie is a cartoon, you know. And that's what I that's why I, I think I have to actually give this one like a, a a more favorable review than like the first Amazing Spider Man because Amazing Spider Man is trying to be dark and gritty and and so grounded that it's like uh, what is this? Well, this one is like yeah, a fucking walking talking cartoon. All these got all these characters. We got buffoons galore, but but at least like. Once again, at least that's more in line with Spider-Man. It's a larger-than-life universe. It's a zany, big play. Like, the, the perfect example of this is, like, Oscorp. In the first movie, it's, like, this boring, like, gray, like, building, right? Like, oh, here's Oscorp. You know, here's the spiders, blah, blah, blah. This one, there's, like, screens of, like, uh, there's a big, like, painting of a moth in the, in the when you, when you enter, Oscorp, it's it's like all these like goofy comic booky like things all around you, and it's like, hey, that's something at least. That's something. Eels. There are eels. There, there are, are eels. eels powering the building. In <laughs> They're powering the building. That's right. <laughs> there are eels powering. <laughs> Magical teeth fixing electric eels powering the entire building in Oscorp. How can we? We can't get over that. We can't just wait, gloss over that. We're we're getting too far. We're getting too far. We gotta go back. We'll we'll get to the teeth later. We'll get to the teeth later. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, love the suit. Um, yeah. So it's it's a high school graduation time. Uh, we get the Stanley cameo. Not my favorite Stanley cameo. It's just kind of like, hey, I know that guy, and it's like, how do you know? How do you know that guy? Also, it's Peter Park. Yeah, it's Peter Parker. What yeah, unless it, unless he's talking about like Spider Man, like with and he had his like you know how he comes in and he has the mask on first and he's like, Ooh, is that what oh. it, that was? I don't know. I don't know. It was it was so. it was very strange though. It was like a cute like oh he created Spider Man, get it? But it's like in the universe of Spider, it's like yeah. I mean, everyone knows that guy. What? Yeah the <laughs> the Stanley cameo in Amazing Spider Man one. Might be one of my favorites. I yeah, really like that one. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah, this one not great. Um, so yeah, uh, Gwen Stacy has this really on the nose uh, speech about like, oh, life is precious. 
we're all gonna die someday so we better make it count wink wink um it's just like wow i wonder what's gonna happen to her at the end but um but yeah but um and and then we get to like the relationship drama again where like you know he's like oh um i can't be with you and it's like okay but at the end of the first movie you i thought that was like a concrete decision like okay i want to be with you it's worth it even though it'll be dangerous and then he's just so wishy-washy in this movie he's like no i don't want to but i'm gonna follow you around but i don't want to do anything but i you know what i mean it's it's like so wishy-washy in a way that i don't think is very peter parker unfortunately i think the characterization is still very off he's just trying to do the right thing nick is he though is he trying to do the right thing he is he's like man i promised your dad what do i do (laughs) is that all you got yeah well that's why i didn't i didn't i didn't mind that that he that um that he was so wishy-washy yeah because i i well i understand i understand you know what i mean it's like well i don't know i don't know what you would do in that situation where it's like okay like i know i know for a fact that you're gonna get hurt and it's like it's like spider-man 2 though it's like hey at least like tom mcguire's spider-man his peter parker like he made a decision at the end of the first one right i can't get involved with you he sticks by that for as long as he humanly can and that's what makes the, that story so interesting like it's pushed to its limits you know at the end you, you, at near the end of the movie you know in, in the uh the diner or whatever when mary jane is like do you love me you know it's like he, you know you know he loves her but it's like that's interesting drama he's sticking by you know he's sticking to his uh plan you know like i'm going to do this but it's hard and that's Spider-Man to me. It's like the right thing to do, but it's hard. And this had an opportunity to do that. This movie had an opportunity for him, him to yeah. either like do the opposite where like he's like all in on like, okay, I love you, Gwen. We're going to be together. And the dangers that come with it, you know, that's it. But instead we have to kind of re- retract and retcon and be like, oh, maybe they shouldn't be together at the beginning of this movie. That's how we start the movie, right? Like the, they should really like build to being together at the end, right? That's how it should work. And it's just like, I don't know, it's so messy to me. Yeah, I I think I just view Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man as not as mature or ready to take on being Spider-Man as Tobey Maguire's was. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at this point, he should know how to be a hero, right? I mean, like, this is his second movie. He already graduated high school, right? Yeah, but but Nick, they wanted to do five. I know, but Hunter, you got, but you do (laughs) understand what I'm saying, though, right? I understand. No, I do. And I, what do you, what do you work for Sony? What is, Mm. <laughs> we gotta save it for Spider-Man I go. Five. I gotta go. There has <laughs> Talk to about be a... the leak emails, baby. <laughs> there has to be a journey. <laughs> yeah, the journey is I I want to date you, but then every time I see your ghost dad, uh, maybe I <laughs> okay. Can we can we talk about that? So yeah, that ghost dad shows up in the first the first the whole rhino fight. He's like yeah. he got hit by a car and he stuck on it and he sees ghost dad riding shotgun. He's like. Oh, right. I'm not supposed to date your daughter. Oh, right. I forgot. I remember the first movie now. Okay. Yeah. I guess we should break up. <laughs> but it's like anytime Dennis Leary showed up, I audibly laughed. 
Especially at the end, <laughs> at the climax, why is he there? I mean, I get Gwen's there, I guess, but what does that have to do with anything going on right now? <laughs> but but it but that but like hey once again i'm laughing at it but hey that's better than the first amazing spider-man you know like hey that's something i don't know now i i, I don't want to you know i don't want to be a negative nancy at all because there are things i enjoy about this movie but uh but overall yeah it's just like such a mess just like spider-man 3 but i think this is for me at least like the messy spider-man movie because it's just like the it's so so many juggling acts and and it's it's a it's a it's a clown like you know just juggling balls right we got like five balls and he just drops all of them and he's like don't worry the next one will be better i promise there will it's be just like the last one six balls exactly <laughs> oh geez we'll get to that okay uh let's get back on track um so um uh what do we do so that yeah they break up again right and but he's still like uh stalking her Really cool, Spider-Man, of you to do that. Um, <laughs> but don't worry, he's he'll be a hero later, right, Hunter? <laughs> yes, we have five. We have three we have more five movies. movies. We have three more movies of Andrew Garfield to go, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be a stalker in the next one. We promise. I, I swear, he'll be a good guy by the fourth one, and if not by the fourth one, then most definitely by the fifth one at the end. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so but yeah, we, we get this montage of like Spider-Man just being Spider-Man, you know, how the citizens like, you know, see him, you know, obviously just like any Spider-Man movie should do, like some people love him, some people hate him. Um, and we get that great scene, as I kind of mentioned before, with the kid, you know, being bullied, then Spider-Man shows up and he fixes the the wind turbine thing like all that like oh that's what spider-man's about so like it's not like completely devoid of that it's just like 90 percent of it is the opposite but at least like that 10 percent though mm, like you know that's a good scene mm -hmm. yeah i i felt like this movie did a lot better with um new york and him like saving people a lot better than the first one did like i actually felt like he was like a, a superhero <laughs> yeah no totally i mean i will agree with you that he is much more of a hero in this movie than the last one yeah yeah he actually like is turning into that like your friendly neighborhood spider-man like on the ground floor you know we go through all that and one of my favorite uh moments in the movie is when he's like sick and he's getting uh you know medicine or whatever at the pharmacy or the grocery store and, and the guy's getting robbed and then he stops him and he has like a, a scarf on he's got a little hat and he's like oh, spider-man <laughs> yeah, spider that, that, that part's so funny <laughs> i think that's so funny yeah. yeah and it just goes to show it's like oh it never stops <laughs> like, it never even when he's sick he's got to do what yeah. he's got to do baby yeah baby but yeah, some good, yeah, some, as you guys said, some good New York representation. Yeah, it feels like he's actually in New York this time, like in Manhattan. Yeah, and especially when he saves uh, uh, Max Dillon. Is that his name? Uh, Electro? Electro, yeah. Electro Before, himself? In like in that sequence with the blueprints. Yeah. Right, that's right. In the beginning, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so like during that Rhino sequence, he saves uh, Max Dillon. Yeah. How do we how do we feel about his performance overall? Jamie Foxx is phenomenal. First of all, it's just how do you do how do you do in that situation with a great actor in such a silly role? 
of being like this nerd who works at Oscorp and gets no love and representation, like no respect that he clearly deserves. And is just constantly getting bullied and kicked down. I think Jamie Foxx does a really good job of like showing how easily that kind of person can snap when given just an inkling of power. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I actually, I, I love him when he's max, actually. I, you like I, him I more when he's max than Electro. I like him more when he's max. Yeah. I mean, I, it's such a cliche at this point. We talked about this, like with Wonder Woman 1984. Um, we talked about this with like Batman forever. Uh, um, not Batman. Yeah. Batman forever. Um, you know how, like, you know, it's like this nerdy guy or, or gal, you know, and they're like, the, the world keeps like, pushing them and you know shitting on them and then they become a bad guy and this one is is very much the same in that in that way but i do i do think it's kind of funny when he's max yeah i think he's like so manic and so like he's talking to himself just like every spider-man villain in, in the live action movies right now but but i yeah i like when he like in his head like is like confronting that guy in the uh, at, Os- at oscorp like you know that fantasy he has like uh spider-man's a sagittarius you know <laughs> it's just like oh, okay <laughs> like the you know there's a manic energy there that i appreciate yeah i i enjoyed uh his performance he made me made me feel bad like I, I felt bad for him like and especially we'll get into it like when he first becomes electro and he's in times square and he's like, wait, like, no, like, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. And then, like, it ends up just kind of going that way. I was like, oh, man, I felt really bad for him. And when he's talking to himself, I thought that that was so funny. He's like, oh, Spider-Man, it's my birthday. You showed up. <laughs> it's like, this is so weird. And Yeah, great. and he has his own, like, Spider-Man voice when he turns on Spider-Man. Spider-Man is so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you like your cake. I like it a lot, Max. This goes to show like you can give Jamie Foxx anything and he's going to like give it 110% and go all out and be fantastic. Yeah, no, I love him. And I think when he's playing Max, it's great. I think when he's Electro, I don't, once again, it's not his fault, but I just don't think he has a lot to do after that. It's not even his movie after that. I mean, like they set up so much about him. And then he just shows up at the end for a little bit and dies and we'll get there. But, um, but yeah, Electro, when he's just Electro, it's just kind of like every other bad guy. That's just like, mm, I want to kill everybody. I want to kill Spider-Man. And it's like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It, it becomes a little one note. Absolutely. It's very one note. I, I, even the first time watching it, I was like, Oh, not enough, not enough Electro. Like what happened to him? Yeah, and he and we'll get into it, but he, yeah, he just kind of becomes like Dane DeHaan's like lacking. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like, like he's this is supposed to be Electro's movie, and he <laughs> he kind of becomes the lackey by the end. Yeah, I know. It's, or like the muscle, you know, like in an Indiana Jones movie where it's just like the big guy that he has to fight, and then the real bad guy shows up. He becomes that by the end. Isn't that isn't it supposed to be his movie? Which is so weird, like to Dane DeHaan. I don't know. It's just a weird direction. Yeah, we'll get to Dane. Yeah, yeah. takes. But um, oh, well. but but you know, I like him as Max though, and and I I'm very excited to see him in No Way Home. I think his look is a lot better. I think Electro kind of looks really fucking stupid in this. Um, I think like he's he looks like a a, a dollar store Doctor Manhattan, 
it's just like oh that's unfortunate all every every scene you're in looks not great but um but yeah i can't wait for him in no way home though i think he, he's if if they give him like a real opportunity to play this like legendary spider-man villain right i think he's gonna be great yeah yeah agreed saying that i i don't mind the look i thought i would i thought i would mind him being like you don't blue. do you like the voice the electronic voice like okay so <laughs> there's a part in the Times square thing where like it's got this like it's kind of like music but it i think it's supposed to be his thoughts and it's like spider-man blah, blah, blah. and i was yeah. like this yes. is the creepiest thing i've ever freaking seen i love this and i wish that they did that more towards the end you know so if that if that's what it was the entire movie yes i do love it right if because i if if that energy was like throughout maybe, maybe i would have liked it better what's funny is um uh so Hans Zimmer did the score for this movie. And I like the score, by the way. I like it a lot, actually. I like the theme. Hey, once again, better than the first one. I don't remember anything musically from the Amazing Spider-Man movie, or the mm -hmm. first one. So, like, hey, you know, I, as messy as this movie is, like, you know, you got to give it, you know, the uh, the score's pretty good. Uh, Pharrell Williams did the music, and I think he did that song, the electro, like, he hates a me, a Spider-Man. He hates a me. That's literally a lyric. He hates me, a Spider-Man. Yeah, they shot me, they <laughs> killed me, they shot me. <laughs> yeah, wait, Chris Pratt is, in, uh, Pratt is, is he our new guest star? <laughs> is our new special guest? Um, uh, Pharrell Williams, yeah, so Pharrell Williams, Junkie XL, it's a, a bunch of people did the music for this. Um, I think Junkie XL did like the the itsy bitsy spider at the end. So good, which was so good. It's such a menacing thing for a character to do. I feel like that's like that, like like you said, the beginning of like hearing his thoughts and like how jumbled they are because of the electricity and all this power he has, and him slow like finally snapping versus like that intimidating towards the end if they had found like a good middle point between those two high points that would have been great but instead it is literally just like a v it is just yep. like straight decline and then immediate incline yeah it's just so rushed he's this way and then he's completely this way like it's it's so unnatural to me like that whole Times square scene is so silly to me because like all it takes is just like you know he sees himself in all the screens or whatever right and then like spider-man it's just like so one note it's like Oh, they're looking at Spider-Man now. Ah, I hate him. You know what I mean? It's like, where? how do we get there? I mean, you love him, and just because of that, you hate him? You've seen him on TV. It's not like this is the first time you've seen him get attention. You know? I don't know. Like, I, 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 I get what they were trying to do, but it's just so rushed where it's like, oh, now he's this completely. Like, he hates Spider-Man. We, we got to keep moving. We got to focus on uh, uh, Dane Han as Goblin and, and all this other stuff. So like, okay, he's a bad guy. Now. We got to move on. Yeah, I, I don't know if it has any so much to do with like him hating Spider-Man. I think it's just in that moment, it's like, oh, finally somebody sees me. Yeah, but but I like, mean, it, it does devolve into like, I want to kill Spider-Man. I hate him so much, you know? 
yeah 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 i like in that scene where they like have him captive and they have him under the water and stuff like that i did not like that scene because i was like where is this coming from you know what i do like you know what i do like though that comical german scientist (laughs) i was like i loved him i was like where where are you from he is in a completely different movie and i'm here for it I loved him so much. He was like, I want to, I want to study you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. He's like in a Frankenstein movie or something. I, I loved it. But, it, but every actor is doing like a completely different thing. And that's kind of part of the reason I kind of like it because it's like, <laughs> like this person's doing this. Danon's doing something else. Electro and, and just everyone. Um, oh, Dane DeHaan's doing something else. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but so, so yeah, like Electro, yeah, Loser becomes ele- uh, Electro uh, because of Eels. Oscorp kind of uh, fucks him over, just like every bad guy in the Spider-Man universe. Um, uh, so yeah, let's talk about it. So when when he's in the vat of Eels, it fixes the gap between his teeth. I mean. Uh, like I, I get that this dude has no regard for his own personal safety. I get that, but even someone who's like depressed can be like, maybe I shouldn't stand over this open vat of eels. Number one, number two. Why did? Why are they so angry that they decided to bite him in the first place? They're just like, yeah, we've been cooped up in here all day. This dude, delicious. And why do they fix his teeth? <laughs> What 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 superpower is that? What superpower did he gain? Good dental care? I guess in America that makes sense. But like why? Why leave keep him the gap? That's like a defining trait of Max Dillon is that gap in his teeth, right? Forget about the hair and the glasses and all that stuff. You don't need that. Just like, oh yeah, you're Max. You had that like the, the drawbridge in your teeth. Yeah, perfect. Or right, because it, it's like a kind of like cute little detail, right? Just to show how nerdy he is, and even like it would be interesting, like even when he's electro, he has that, so we can have the oh, like Max is in there somewhere, like, and that's kind of a visual rep- that could have been a visual representation of that, but instead, it's like oh, we don't, we can't have our main bad guy have the gap between his teeth. Let's just fix it. Uh, the electricity did it. I don't know. <laughs> they made such a point to show it too, because he's like I know. screaming, like ah, oh, and then they zoom in <laughs> on his teeth getting fixed. Like you, you didn't need to show that. If you if you didn't show that, and you're like, oh, his teeth are fixed now, it's fine. But the fact that you made it so prevalent in that scene where he is getting electrified makes it so like important and noticeable. Absolutely, yeah. So he's electro. He's running around New York. Uh, you know, we we have this whole thing with Peter and Gwen, where yeah, they're they're broken up, but they like meet again, right? And just like the last one, Emma Stone looking like a snack. Aye, aye, aye. Someone give me a glass of water. I need to splash it on my face. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, but like, and I like those scenes. I like the scene where they're like at the park, uh, Union Square, by the way. That was Union Square, baby. Um, mm-hmm. But they're, yeah, they're walking in. Um, and you know, you can, you can tell like, it's kind of improvised, you know, they were just kind of like, go, you know, just like make a cute scene where you guys are talking about something like, okay, some ground rules. Don't do this. It's too cute. Stop it. You know, it's like, oh, that's cute. Like, you know, like I, I, I like that. I definitely like their chemistry more in this one than in the last one too. I, I, I at least get why they like each other. I get like, oh, like I can see why they, they, they really like each other. They love each other, you know? Yeah, I love that. I love that scene. I was like, oh, what? 
is so adorable. Um, but yeah, that I I think I get it too though. Like I I got their chemistry a lot more. I mean, it, they are dating at this point in real life. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So yeah, I lo- I loved them in this. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and overall, how do we feel about Emma Stone in the movie? Hilarious. I I thought she was really funny in it. I thought she was really likable. Um, I it feels like they let her go a bit more in this one. You know, let her be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I just I I just thought that her performance was more like free. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think once again, all the issues I have about. Gwen Stacy is once again, just like the script, you know, and more just like, oh, like, I don't know. They really hammer it, hammer in just like, yeah, this is my choice. I'm going to die because this is my fault or, or my own doing, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not your fault, Spider-Man. Don't worry. Um, And, and once again, like the speech and everything in the beginning and at the end, um, you know, it's more just that. And like, oh, like they, like, I, I feel like in an effort to, like, have a strong female character, like, just like the last one, but in some ways more so in this one, they have to make Peter Parker more stupid. And, like, he has to, like, watch dumb YouTube videos about batteries. And uh, he has to, like, I don't know, uh, what was it, near the end on the bridge? Like, the, what do they say to each other? Like, like, oh, I'm smarter than you, Peter. Did you do this, Peter? Did you like uh, about batteries, about electro? Like, oh, Peter, did you do this? And Peter was like, uh, no. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I mean, like Gwen Stacy should be smart, but it just feels like every time it seems like, oh, she's definitely like much more confident than he is. Yeah, I. That's interesting. I I, I don't think I felt that way, but maybe I didn't think about it because I just I got from that scene is like. Um, Oh, like what? Like they're such a good pair. Like she compliments him so well that, like, oh, if he forgets about like one thing, she's got it. You know what I mean? That's true. But maybe if they showed that more, you know, mm-hmm. where it's more of like an emotional, I and mean, it could be a smart thing too. It, I'm not saying she shouldn't be smarter, but I'm, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like, you know, like maybe it, it should have been more like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like Peter Parker in general is just like, I don't know, not as uh uh he's just too too passive for me i think in this movie where he's just like things are just happening to him and he's not doing anything about it you mm-hmm. know where at least like with toby's spider-man like he's proactive he's like gonna do something whether it's selfish or selfless or whatever like mary jane i can't be with you that's it i gotta stick with that mm-hmm. and in this movie andrew garfield once again doing a good job but like the, the characterization of Peter Parker, it's like maybe this, maybe that, I don't know, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I see that. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, where, where are we in this movie? <laughs> oh gosh, uh, they just met up, ground rules scene. Cute as hell. Uh, what happens after this? Electro, but we, we sort of talked about this already, like he fights Electro, a water <laughs> uh, spider-man has the the fireman uh, cap on which is mm. cute i like that it was like oh like it was like prototype deadpool i was like oh yeah like superheroes and like 
can be funny like that i don't know yeah, yeah. Uh, like and then we we got deadpool eventually but um it reminded me of that for whatever reason but um but yeah so and then he's like and she tells him like oh i'm i'm going to london i i i i might go to oxford so i might mm-hmm. leave new york and he's like london really and i'm like is that peter parker though <laughs> would he say that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean i don't know it's it seems like a little too much where like he's so sarcastic and so like eh, that like it, it seems a little bit too unlike spider-man you know interesting yeah well then he, he does come back though and say like oh like i'll go wherever you go like uh, but that's uh, like at the end you know that's like way later yeah but, yeah, yeah but i hear you though hunter yeah totally yeah, yeah. um but yeah how, so yeah so we like emma stone um Ooh, nick yes. Aunt may Aunt may this time around uh better too i mean like you know i i don't i still don't think like they have a grasp of what of like what Aunt may should be in these mm-hmm. movies because and we'll get to the parents it's really that i think it's just like it's so muddled in that way but but i think she does better here i think like the scene where she breaks down and she's like i don't know what how to do any of this without ben like was actually a little bit moving like i mm-hmm. i, I like that scene even though i think by the end of it, it it's it's so like the other direction where it should have really kept going with like no i'm your mom uncle ben's your dad you know mm-hmm. like we were there for you we're your parents uh but but then it just evolves into like no but i gotta find out about my parents and she's like okay <laughs> you know and it's like yeah. uh man we were almost there um because that's really what i want from this parent storyline if we're gonna do this parent storyline we have to make it like i have a father and his name is ben parker just like in toby's movies that's what we need to get to but these two movies just never get there and it's so frustrating to me because that's I feel at least what Spider-Man's about. Chosen family, you know, the people who are there, you know, who are good by you, that kind of thing. But, but yeah, but uh, I think she's all right in this. She's okay. Yeah, that, that scene made me uh, tear up a little bit. I thought she was really good uh, this time around. But I, I do agree, though. It's like with Rosemary Harris and stuff like that, it's like, oh, she had it down to a t of like who aunt may is and these movies have no idea who this woman is yeah exactly totally how do you follow a class act like the toby aunt may was so so good like just played it so well sally field is a great actress too and like you said like that scene where she like really breaks down is like no you're my boy you felt that you felt her be like no 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 no. i know you had your parents whatever it it kills me to see that you're worrying about your parents so much when they ditch you and they did all this stuff i'm the one who took care of you you're my boy and then peter being like yeah but my dad i gotta go find out what my dad wanted he took the d train oh the d train i have to go find the d train like nah man ma is like really cares about you and you should acknowledge that a little bit more you know yeah i i i agree with that i think to a certain extent because i think you're right with spider-man i think that is what it's about but then on like another human level it's like oh i think you would be wondering though even if your dad wasn't like a crazy super by doctor guy <laughs> like, <laughs> like well where'd he go <laughs> you know what i mean yeah 
But what would be interesting if this movie um, did uh, like, <laughs> oh God, Nick, you're going to love me saying this, Uh-oh. but uh, what would be interesting if they went like the last Jedi route where it's like, Peter, your dad was nobody. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah. No, yeah, I agree with you. It would. It would. It, they should have done that. Or he's like, I don't know, an evil asshole or something. I don't know. Something to like, or, you know, or maybe that that's one note, but like maybe something like that where like, no, like stop digging so far, like mm-hmm. into this. It's nothing. It is nothing. I'm here. Yeah. You know, I'm here, Peter. You know, so, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even if they did like a like an OG Star Wars thing where like Luke finds out that Darth Vader, you know what I mean? Like where he is like a bad My like, dad's Norman Osborn. Boom boom boom. But yeah, it'd, it'd be interesting if like he found out that his dad was like a bad guy or something like that. Yeah. And they have to come that, but and it's like choosing like evil real father or chosen father, you know, something like that. Exactly. Let's get some layers here. Like like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, something like that. We need something mm-hmm. like that in this movie. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what else? What what are some other major performances besides Ding the Han that we want to talk about? I literally was about to be like, <laughs> I think it's about that time. <laughs> I, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Think- um yeah. We, let's just jump let's just do it. it all right so i'll start with you guys first dana han go <laughs> no one I wants mean, to talk i mean performance of the century right i mean come yeah. on like i just i i haven't seen any of his stuff i didn't see that movie where he had like powers and like the trailer shows him oh, chronicle you didn't movie. see chronicle chronicle i didn't see chronicle i haven't seen any of his other work so this is my first experience with the actor like i don't know it's it's just so strange what they did with him because like they explained that he's not in the first movie he's not at all involved in peter parker's life because he was away he was away for school and norman osborn sent him off the boarding school because he doesn't care about him I'm, I'm back now and i'm rich and i'm i'm involved but i'm also dying so if you could just you know get spider-man to give me some blood that'd be great and then is you know cracking under the weight of like yeah you're gonna die one day like the there's so little to do with that character because they didn't give him anything to work with they were just like you're the son of a rich asshole and you're gonna die you also are friends with peter parker who takes pictures of spider-man go for it knock yourself out here's spider-man one with willem dafoe take whatever you want from that if you take nothing from it, that's on you. Go for it. It's you. You got this. Action, like that's that's really what they did. Like they really didn't give him anything to work with because they didn't set up anything about Harry in the first one. They didn't even mention Harry in the first one. Yeah, I mean, it's so clearly a retcon. It's so clearly like, so, oh shit, we got to bring Harry in. Oh, they've been friends the whole time. He was just away. Yeah. <laughs> They grew up together, but he's gone now. They've never spoken. They don't even text. We're not going to show you that. We will show you Peter emailing Daily Bugle, though, so that we can say that, you know, you see what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Action. I lost it when uh, when they were talking later in the movie about, like, oh, like, hey, like, he takes out the newspaper. He's like, Spider-Man. He's like, yeah, what? You take pictures of him, right? Yeah. So you know him. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, it, it was it was like a like, hey, you guys saw the Tobey Maguire movies, right? So let's just try to do that without showing anything. Yeah, Dana Han is doing like his best Jack Nicholson impression. I feel like I think he's just like he's he's uh, you know he's going for wherever whatever he's going for, but like yeah, it just doesn't feel like Harry, and it doesn't have to be like harry from the other movies it's just like i don't even know what you want do you want to be the the successor of oscorp do you not want to be why you know it's like give me something here the only motivation is he doesn't want to die newsflash that's all of our motivation yeah and also i'll i'll preface (laughs) (laughs) i'll preface my thoughts with his performance in this movie i was a very big fan of this actor like even like I, I pulled up some of like the movies that I like him in, like Kill Your Darlings, A Cure for Wellness, Chronicle, The Place Beyond the Pines, Life After Beth. Like I even uh, um, he played James Dean in a movie called Life with uh, Robert Pattinson. And um, I think it's called Life. Yeah, it's called Life. Yeah. Uh, no, very good actor, very good performance um, performances. This movie, I was like, this is not the same guy what happened what happened here like and i i don't know if it's like studio interference i don't know but like and then after this movie he did like a weird sci-fi movie and then like i didn't see him ever again it's like such a weird i don't know a weird thing that happened to him after this movie yeah yeah i i yeah it's not great um it's it's pretty bad a terrible performance i feel um i suppose it's not his fault but i don't know it's it's just like uh, once again a a totally other a totally different energy from what everybody else is doing um and yeah so like i don't know he's just angry and uh he throws uh glasses around you're a fraud (laughs) spider-man Um, that was pretty funny. I laughed at that. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, he's definitely the worst part for me. I like his storyline, his performance, just everything. I'm just like, uh, I don't care about this. And and like the scene with Norman Osborn earlier on, it's like so silly. Chris Cooper's like hamming it up, but it's like, I don't know, it feels wrong. <laughs> and, and he has like, and so he's turning into a goblin. Is that what's happening? He's got he's got long fingernails and he's like, here, take this. And I'm like, is he literally a goblin? I mean, I, I guess I guess that's what happens in the comics, right? He he literally turns into a goblin. What is, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All and it, I think Nick, I told you this before uh I watched the movie. I was like, all I remember about Dane DeHaan was that he has like moss on his face. <laughs> he looks so weird. And then he looks like a crack addict. He does. He's like, hey, I'm here. And it's not fun. When he's Green Goblin, it's not fun. It's just Whoa. like, Ugh, take a shower. <laughs> Yeah, he just looked unwashed. Like he just looked like he hasn't showered in at least two years. Yeah. Take a shower and open your mouth when you talk, okay? (laughs) Yeah, please. You don't have to talk through your teeth. It's fine. (laughs) But yeah, I I I and 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 it it sort of becomes about him by the end, even though it should maybe be more about electro, but like then why do we set up electro? And it's just like once again, like back and forth between electro and Dane the Han, it's like 
I, you never know exactly what the movie wants to do. There's no through line. It doesn't, you can do all this stuff really, but there has to be like an emotional through line with it. Why do we care? Where's the, you know, where's this all coming from? And what does this have to do with the story at large or Peter Parker as a character? And we don't really get that at all. And also when, um, Harry finds out in the in this movie that um Peter Parker Spider-Man it like does not face him at all. He's like, yeah, I knew it the entire. It's like, wait, what? And and at least with the Raimi movies when Harry finds out, there's like a oh, there's like a struggle there. You know what I mean? This it's like okay, He's like, yeah, then whatever, he, he just kind of moves on. He's like, wait a minute, Peter. Ah, okay. Anyway, it's like, oh. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, and then like, yeah, it's so strange. And then it, by the end of the movie, he's like, I'm going to form this evil bad guy, Sinister Six. I hope we're excited for that, folks. It's, it's happening. It's, it's going to happen. And it's like, what? How did you get to be like some snot-nosed like kid <laughs> to this evil mastermind and like two seconds also why do you look normal by the end of the movie it comes and goes <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> this illness that's for life yeah some days it's worse than others also why oh. why is he like dying now like norman osborne was old when it started happening right so like what why is he like almost dying now it makes no sense i don't know i thought honestly i think harry i think this is the word i think that's what makes the movie a little like oh god because the rest of the movie i'm like yeah let's do this you know what i mean but once he comes in it's like forced and weird and just another movie entirely we cut back and forth between like yeah dane the han's sick he wants spider-man's blood it's like oh he could do anything a spider can i need his blood you know and and spider-man's like no and like (laughs) In, in a way, I get it. He, he, it, of course, his explanation is like, "Oh, maybe it'll make you worse," but you don't know that. You, I mean, by the end of the movie, it's like yes, but like, how do you know that now? And there, and, th- and then you dress up as Spider-Man and go to his house, and you're like, "Hey, so no, I gotta go now." And it's like, why'd you even g- come over? Yeah, that part made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I didn't remember that storyline. I was like, oh, okay, he's going to show up and give blood or whatever, and it's going to go wrong. But no, he literally just goes, hey, Harry, fuck you. And like in his, like when he's firing in the suit and he's like trying to be like sad, like, sorry, Harry. For, for whatever reason, it's funny to me. Like his head is down. And he's like, I'm he's sorry. He's frozen in it's that from- position, that whole scene. He's, yeah. Harry, I'm sorry. I can't give you my blood. It's too dangerous. Bye. And then leaves. Like, <laughs> why did but he all, not only leaves, time? but does a few flips and then leaves. <laughs> and then stays out the window to listen. Like, oh, I guess I hurt his feelings. Yeah. Oh, uh, what happened? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, what happened? What did I do? <laughs> it's just so weird. Cause That's- once again, like at this point, Peter Parker should have at least some semblance of like what it's like to be responsible or or how to be responsible and instead he just makes all these silly irresponsible things and it's like there's no arc there's nothing it's just like by the end it's like oh it's all right peter it actually wasn't even your fault that gwen stacy died you're good go back to being spider-man quote unquote 
five movies, Nick. We have five <sighs> movies. I'm gonna throw we up. To, we have I'm, to. Give I'm curious what you'll think like, about oh. the Tom Holland movies. If you'll think the same way, I'm genuinely curious. I don't know. At this point, I don't have high hopes because right now it's like it's like Tobey Maguire is the best one. Andrew Garfield's good, and I like I like these movies, but they're not they're not they're not the Raimi movies. They're just not. And so now it's only going downhill a little. Really, bit. it's going downhill. Even though you like this movie, it's going downhill for you. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I think I like this movie a little more than um, Spider Man Three. Just a really? little bit more. Really? I do, yeah. I know that's, that's weird. Interesting. That is a little. I mean, not too weird because it's your opinion, but um, but like you know, it, but but it. I as messy as Spider-Man Three is to us, I still I still think it has so much heart, more heart than even these amazing Spider-Man movies. You know, where yeah, like I, I get think- it, like you know, it it not being our favorite or anything, but but like yeah, yeah there there are so there. Are, some of my favorite Spider-Man movie moments are in that movie. While I, there are things I enjoy about these movies too, but like those ones overpower these moments for me because you care about Tom McGuire, Kirsten Dunst, and James Franco in those movies, you know? Yes, very true. Uh, I, I think I like this one. And it's only slightly, slightly more. Um, only because I think... I, I, I'll take these wacky, weird villains over, like, the villains that we get in Spider-Man 3, where Sandman, I'm kind of bored, and Topher Grace, I'm kind of like, what, uh, this, I, I'm bored, but also what's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas I, this, I, like, I, would, I would take Sandman any day above any of these villains. Lizard, Electro... And Dane Nahan, maybe Electro, not as much, but definitely uh, Goblin and Lizard. I would take I would take Spider Man three over uh, the Amazing Spider Man. Uh, oh, you 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 would okay. Yes, I I've I've changed my opinion now that uh, watching uh, this movie. Um, the I like the Amazing Spider Man, but I almost agree agree with you, like. 90% more than I do. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. See, opinions yeah. change. Opinions um, change, my dudes. <laughs> so Dana Hans, like, he really, you know, he really needs to find uh, Electro because he gets kicked out of Oscorp. You know, Spider-Man said no to the whole Blunt thing. Um, and so, like, yeah, so Electro and Gobby meet. Um, and just like, just like Spider-Man 3, or to me and Hunter, at least, uh, just this really force, like, you hate Spider-Man? I hate Spider-Man. Let's kill Spider-Man! It is so forced. I uh, I thought it was so dumb, because I like the Electro thing, like, oh, like, I want somebody to see me, like, I want, like, to be seen. Right, but, but then, then it, but then that's, like, his only character trait. Like, when Dana Han says it, like, I need you. You need me? You need me? <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. What are you, a dog? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> please, Max, I need you. You know, like, the worst part is that's when he's like, oh, wait, I do have superpowers. Boy. <laughs> oh, 
Oh God. Yeah. That part was so forced. And he's like, <laughs> I, and then Dana, he, he keeps repeating it. I need you. I need you. He's like, huh? <laughs> and then he disappears. Yeah, exactly. And so like, yeah, so they've teamed up. Uh, they're, they go back oh, to wait, Oscorp. Wait. And then Electro gets a super suit. Out of nowhere. Where did he get it? Where did that come from? Where the fuck? Did he have time to knit something together? What what the fuck happened? <laughs> um, yeah, but but yeah, so they go to Oscorp and like Harry is like, give me this venom blood thing because Felicia was like, oh, actually we have like the spider blood thing. We can give that to you. It's underground. It's in the basement, right? So like he takes it, he becomes the goblin really force like oh and, and let's not forget the fucking uh doc ock arms in the background and the venom not venom excuse me the vulture wings uh i don't know if the vulture wings are in that scene but i i did see the doc ock arms in the in the background and i was like well we'll get to that later because uh, i have a lot of issues with that but um but it, it's just this really rushed thing the the goblin thing we're like oh, oh all right gonna conveniently crawl to this suit <laughs> what if he took the doc ock arms would he be doc ock <laughs> you know <laughs> would he just be doc ock now that's fucking so funny <laughs> you know what i mean like it's all there it's just like <laughs> uh choose your villain origin story <laughs> big vulture wings <sighs> peter when you said Spider-Man said no, which is flapping, just like endless flapping. And Peter's like, what? I can't, I can't hear you. I you can't, have a wind turbine you. on your back. I can't. <laughs> you I know think what I mean? performance would have worked better as a bird. <laughs> he looks like a bird. It would have worked better. Imagine the wings and he's like, he's I was like, ooh, this is creepy. I like this better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, yeah, so he's the goblin. Uh, Electro is free. You know, he goes to the power plant. And so before even all that, um, Peter um, finds, he throws like the calculator in uh, Richard Parker's bag, right? And finds coins. And he's like, oh, that's right. He took the D train. <laughs> And so, like, that was enough, I guess, to go underground, find the abandoned train. He opens it up. It's like a secret super spy lab thing, right? And I think the, like, the worst kind of scene of the movie happens, in my opinion. Or at least, like, the scene that, like, oh, what a, what, what a boneheaded wrong way to, like, tackle Spider-Man and what he is. So, like, we, we get this, like, video of Richard Parker. Um, where he's like, oh, like I was working with Norman Osborn and then like he, he wanted to use, you know, what we made for evil, you know, in the military stuff. And then he's like, yeah, well, little does Norman know that I use my blood for those spiders. So no one can use them except for my bloodline, which is so fucking stupid to me because then it's like, oh, like Spider-Man, every man, anyone can be Spider-Man. No, you have to be a Parker. And that's like, you. Also, weren't you trying to help people? Why'd you do that? Right? Isn't the whole point like wasn't it like to to cure like diseases? Yeah. So how selfish of you? Yeah. Oh, you can only cure Parker diseases. What's going on? <laughs> I have a long history of blood disease, so therefore, 
all my children, all my spider children will have to be, they'll be cured. It'll be fine. And no one else. Thank you, Norman Osborne. (laughs) I will have spider children. And if anybody else tries to use it, they will become (laughs) the green goblin. (laughs) They will become the green goblin. (laughs) They will become a goblin. (laughs) A goblin. I set it up. They will become a goblin. Uh, but my, it's like my this... mother was a goblin. My father was a spider. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like this eugenics thing where it's like, you know, it's like it's like Star Wars, as I mentioned before in other episodes. Like, it's just like the bloodline. It's like family. It's like, oh, it, you have to be related to this person to be special. And it's just like, that's not that's especially Spider-Man. That is not what Spider-Man is about. Spider-Man is definitely mm-hmm. just like an everyman. Anyone could be him. And you know, it was an accident, you know, the, uh, him being bitten by the spider. And it was like, oh, I have all this, all this strength, all these powers now. What am I going to do about it? And that's the whole thing about Spider-Man. So, like, that's, like, just, like, a ooh, it's all connected bullshit, like, universe thing. That's, like, we really did not need that. I, I, I just the message taken away from that scene is just, like, so wrong to me. Yeah, I mean, you could maybe take away from it as like oh like everything is like meant to be or whatever but like i think you're right though i, I think it's <laughs> yeah right yeah 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 i'm just i'm trying to put a good spin on it <laughs> i you know what i appreciate the effort i really do <laughs> the effort but the effort no. but no yes <laughs> but no <laughs> um so yeah so Oh, uh, so yeah, finally we get the, I love the taxi driver. He's like, Spider-Man, like, you know, like when Stacy's in the taxi and he's like, I'm not even moving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so like, you know, Spider-Man writes like, I love you on the Brooklyn Bridge. They embrace, they're like, I will follow you anywhere. I love you. Let's stay together. Um, there's crime in London, right? Ha ha, you know, and it's like, okay, so like he made a decision finally that like, you know, I want to be with you. And and then Electro comes and fight, 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 fight. Gwen is like, I really want to come with you. This is my choice. And then so like she she gets the car, runs Electro over and they they like have a plan like, okay, she's going to like go into the room and like what, like overcharge something and reset the power line because like yeah. it's shut down currently so it's like a hard reset using the, the key codes from like the two people that electro popped that are in like the main control unit so i think it's like you know the plan is okay i'm going to use my webs i'm going to make a new power line using my webs that now because of batteries and a youtube video i saw can hold electricity so i need you to turn on the entire power grid for the entire city of new york once i connect these two things can you do that gwen Yes. Can you push a button? And turn a key. There's a key involved, too. Don't There's a key, key involved. Yeah, women. <laughs> That's how you <laughs> Wait, do it. it. That's how you do isn't it. There, isn't there a moment either before or after this where she's like, no, 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 like, I can do this. I'm the only one that can do this. And then he was all like, she goes to get something from a trunk or whatever. And then, like, he goes, nope. Yes. He, <laughs> he, he leaves away. her. She's adamant that yeah. she wants to come along to help to go fight Electro at the power grid. And he's like, no, you can't come. It's like, okay, get the thing from the truck. Flip. Bye. And then, yeah. like, and then the funniest joke of the entire movie. And she goes, 
Peter. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Covers her I mouth. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what else? So so Peter Parker, Spider-Man kills Electro. So and that's weird, right? Gwen does it. It wasn't Spider-Man. Okay. So, technically, so Gwen's a murderer, and because of that, she must die at the end. Yes. <laughs> she must die. <laughs> yes well i mean like I, it's, it's weird to like i don't know even have spider-man involved in like a killing of a even a villain he's an accomplice yeah i don't kill anyone gwen can you fucking help yeah me? gwen can you cross that line for me thank you <laughs> gwen's like yeah i'll do it <laughs> she's like peter i will <laughs> ah! <laughs> she's the green goblin by the end <laughs> that would have been interesting that would have been interesting <laughs> peter <laughs> but like but like I, that would have been something imagine like no they don't kill gwen stacy off she becomes the green goblin <laughs> but yeah so uh, the electro is defeated and then like oh wait fuck uh goblin is also here all right, let's let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and it's like, um, yeah, we already talked about all the exchanges. So like, he takes Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy, and now we're near. I guess the power place is also near a comical clock tower. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> and. Uh, and so we have this zany cartoony clock tower once again like i like that though i mean it's so dumb but it's like hey here we are why not um uh and so you know the fight 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 and it's like the situation where like he's holding on the gwen but he's also fighting gabi and like and like she she like i don't know what is it does she drop like how does she drop oh right because the the cogs or whatever cut the web yeah and so like she's like falling super slow-mo um and i once again as all the issues i have with this movie when when she's like falling and falling and the web's about to get her and it's and it seems like she she's caught onto the web she's fine and she's gonna make it boom that still gets me every time i'm like oh my fucking god that's good <laughs> yeah yeah that that is like one of the best deaths in like cinema i i know that that's a a very crazy thing to say but it's like damn like and they do it in a spider-man movie that's like pretty light-hearted for the most part throughout this movie it's like fun and stuff like that and then it's just like boom and then andrew garfield goes down and delivers an amazing performance and it's like Oh no, this is real. I also like that the part where like it's almost like I don't know the right word for it, but like a metaphor or something like that, where like he's fighting the Green Goblin, but he's holding on to this relationship. And it kind of sums up like the best parts of these two movies in my in my head, where it's like, oh, that's what these two movies were about. And he made the wrong choice and it sucks that we leave this spider-man there you know what i mean really yeah sucks. yeah absolutely it, it i i think it's like on paper i get it 
and execution mm-hmm. wise it's just so messy to me but i do like that scene you're right you you described it perfectly um yeah uh, um because yeah andrew garfield's great and uh but also once again like they kind of like they don't like really sit into the like complication of like that happening where like was it because of him or was he responsible anyway it's like it takes the, the movie at the end like takes that all away and it's like no it was gwen's choice so like it's fine be spider-man again you know what i mean like we talked about this mukhtar like maybe the movie should have ended with him like just staring at the grave yep that would have been look maybe it would have been too dark i don't know but like that would have been like hey the raimi movies end pretty bittersweetly so why not these movies yeah exactly and that's i don't know i i i don't know i i wonder if there's like a director's cut or like a vision that he's talked about where like that's where the movie does end because it well the, you know like, there's an alternate scene during that part of the movie you know this probably moved to where it is revealed that richard parker is still alive and they filmed it and you can watch it on online somewhere and he so he comes back and he's like i'm back peter i'm sorry <laughs> and that's it I don't understand. I wish I because, could put into words the face you just had on Hunter. I really do. Well, on paper and on like these movies could be so good. And then you hear about what they wanted to do. And it's like, who would want that? Why, why are you doing this to me? You have such a good foundation of like this spider-man like because a spider-man or even a superhero in general that like isn't fully formed yet and like still makes very bad mistakes is very interesting to me and there's something there with these movies and they don't dive into it and then they focus on peter i'm your dad i'm back alive what the fuck are you doing? We're making Why? the sinister six. I heard you broke into my D train. And <laughs> <laughs> that was for me and your mother only. <laughs> and I am now Doc Ock. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good right there. That's I mean, this is why my three. Come on, if they ever make it because of the success of No Way Home, that's what's gonna happen, baby. Richard Parker is back up. <laughs> He's back. Um, but that's perfectly said, Hunter. It could have been such an interesting, like it could have actually even complemented the the Tobey Maguire movies, where it's like, here's a Spider-Man that like really does like kind of make the selfish decision and pays for it. And it's that could have been yeah. such an interesting inversion of the Toby movies. Or, or just like on its own, just like let's make this Peter Parker really flawed and and really make these selfish decisions and as I said, pay for them. Like that would have been so interesting, but instead, yeah, it's it's, it's about so many other things that they want to set up because they want to make this Spider-Man cinematic universe, and that's what really brings this movie down. So like Peter's depressed, right, and so he's not Spider-Man for like five months or whatever, right? which makes sense that that tracks with what I think like would happen. But then like we, we have this decent scene with Aunt May, actually, I don't mind it where, you know, she's like, you know, I, about uncle Ben stuff or whatever. I think anytime just anyone, any Aunt May like mentions uncle Ben, I'm always going to be like, 
you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but like, you know, she's like, you know, something about like moving on, you know, like I'm going to put this somewhere else, like these memories, but like, I got to keep moving forward or whatever. Right. So, uh, so basically he, he comes back to being Spider-Man after listening to the speech and it's so on the nose, like, you know, life is worth living or like life is precious. I love life, but some, maybe I'll die soon and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so like you know he's back being spider-man rhino's running amok and we have this we have this guy again this guy in the trench coat and the hat the shadowy figure he goes to dane the hans green goblin we mentioned this like it comes and goes like he's not a goblin right now i don't know whatever i thought he was dying what happened but whatever we don't really address that but um but like so the guy's like like are you ready uh, uh harry we're gonna assemble a team and it's like is this the nick fury of of the sinister six like who is this guy because like at first you know before seeing this movie i was like maybe maybe he's norman osborne because he has a silly voice or something but like it's it's some guy named fears i think it's like mr fears it's it, like that's what they that's what it says in the movie. Like here, Mr. Fears, here's all the suits for the Sinister Six spinoff movie we have in mind. <laughs> it's Peter's dad. Oh, that would have been something at least. I have you told him time. about, wait, wait, in the first movie, have you told him about his father? Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's talk about it now. Like, uh, as I said, like the Doc Ock arms and the vulture wings, it's like, so we're we're not even doing villain origin stories anymore. We're just gonna have these guys like <laughs> we already have the suits ready. We gotta keep moving. We gotta keep moving. You're you're a bad guy now. Go, go. And it's like, oh, like that's really not a way to do it. And I think as we'll talk about with the Tom Holland movies, it, you know, pros and cons and all, whatever, like at least like it went back to basics. One villain. We you know, like it we see the progression of this villain, you know, um, or whatever. So yeah, it was just like such a mess, and and we end with a, a pretty good scene though. And I, I with where the, when the kid is from from before with the wind turbine, like you know, he misses Spider-Man. He 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 puts the suit on to like confront Rhino, and Rhino's like, "Ooh, Spider-Man's back!" <laughs> <laughs> and um, and that stuff is pretty endearing. That almost that almost got me to tear up a little bit. I was like, "Oh, that's cute." And like, Spider-Man comes in, he's like, "Hey." Hey, buddy. Hey, Spider-Man. He calls him Spider-Man. That's so cute. And, and you know, he's just like, go take care of your mom. I got this. And it's just like, cool. It made me almost think I was watching a great movie at the end there. Um, and uh, so he's Spider-Man again. And, and that's how we end the movie. Yeah, I like that scene. But also, like, uh, you should have saved it for... I mean, I know that there's not a third one. But you should have saved it for the third one. And where he's not Spider-Man. And he doesn't want to be Spider-Man anymore. And then we would have gotten uh, a Spider-Man 2, you know, Spider-Man 2 movie with Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. That would have been interesting, like Spider-Man No More, but like in a different way where like you actually see the step-by-step -step process of like, oh, this is why. Like we've had two movies now, like, okay, he made the selfish decision. He, you know, he, he can't do this anymore because of that you know something something yeah. but we but in you know in an effort to make a cinematic universe we just never dealt with that so now that there's no third movie it's just it's just so empty to me it is and it makes it feel like 
don't that's know. why we can't be doing this that's why we can't like set up movies we just have to make a movie first and then when it's great or or if it's uh, or if it's successful then it's like great we can do another one now and maybe we can set up more future stuff yeah. down the line in that it way just, it just made it feel like he doesn't like he didn't care about gwen you know what i mean it's like yeah. oh five months and then you're over basically i mean it's your fault it's your fault i know that it was her choice or whatever but it's your fucking fault let's be real you know and it's like oh five months you can't you've eliminated the, the stacy family <laughs> like two of them you killed, killed two, of, two them. of them <laughs> yeah when <laughs> how many stacy's have to die before you don't want to be spider-man anymore <laughs> But that's the that's the problem with the writing and the characterization of Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. I think it's it's just too like cool, but also like not even that. More it's it's more just like I don't know. There's no like like goodness in his heart kind of moments with him that I want really. There once again there are a few good moments that we've mentioned, but like as a whole, and let's just you know wrap it up now with just like our thoughts on Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. But um. But yeah, I think like he's likable, especially in this one. I think he he especially that kind of everyman kind of quality to him where he's like, hey, you're my eyes and ears. Hey, buddy, don't worry. You know, you know thanks for helping out, Spider-Man. But it's all right. I got you. Go go help your mom. I can I can figure this out. And it's like, oh, that's great. Like that's if they actually like explored that more and had more scenes like that, we would have had an, another great Spider-Man in our hands another great live action spider-man but instead we have a great actor a fantastic actor playing just a really muddled uh character because of because of the way these movies are um mm-hmm. but i love andrew garfield and i hope he you know if he's in no way home uh you know if, if, he, if he's somehow in that movie um then i i i hope he's he's great in it and i i hope they really highlight the, the the strengths that he brought to the character of Peter Parker in hopefully a, a better movie. Um, but there are things I like about this movie and there are a lot of things I don't like about it. But like, once again, like it's, it's something I can pop on and be like, okay, like I grew up with this. Like there's things I, I can watch and be like, nice. So it, it's a, it's, oh, I think will forever be just a, like such a frustrating movie for me. But but yeah, once again, Andrew Garfield, um, uh, decent portrayal, but the the potential was is always there, and it was just never met, and that's why it's so disappointing. Even he thinks it's so disappointing that the way they did the movies, the way that it was just kind of taken away from him. So I hope if he's in No Way Home, that that's kind of really satisfying and it's like oh like he finally got to do what he wanted to do so i hope that happens i also think that uh it'd be interesting if they went back and did an amazing spider-man 3 set like years like years later obviously and dealing with that because i think that i think patrick mentioned this in um the last episode where it was like, oh, it would have been interesting if Andrew Garfield played a more seasoned Spider-Man. Right. Because he looks like a more seasoned Spider-Man, but he's playing young. You know what I mean? So it would be interesting if they went back. 
Um, but yeah, I think Andrew Garfield is a he's a he's a good Spider-Man. I I like him a lot. He's not Tobey Maguire, but in better movies, he probably could have been. Yeah. 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 I think I think Andrew Garfield Spider-Man was just a victim of bad circumstance because you have to follow Tobey Maguire, who did such a good job. And then with everything like Sony just tanking because they don't know how to handle the Spider-Man franchise and stuff like that. I think he did a very good job. I think Amazing Spider-Man 2 had the like one of, if not the best, like Spider-Man performances. Not Peter Parker, because again, like Nick said, he's too cool. He's too like laid back and chill in this in this particular franchise to be like a good Peter Parker. And but wishy-washy and wishy-washy. And wishy-washy. And, and wishy-washy. Yeah, of course. But like as like when he's Spider-Man, like he's in the costume, he's interacting with villains, the police, that kid, anybody. I think if it's not better than Tom Holland's Spider-Man performance in um Homecoming, then this is the best Spider-Man like on live action Spider-Man specifically performance. I think Andrew Garfield does a great job. I think they wrote Spider-Man really, really well, and Andrew nailed it. Um it just sucks that like everything else that went into that movie, they just try to do too much in such a limited amount of time. And he just fell victim to that. And that's not his fault because he did do a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. And like well, how Hunter said earlier, when Gwen bites it and he like takes his mask off, like he's still Spider-Man, but he's still Peter. And in that moment, he does a really good job playing both of those characters. It's Spider-Man's fault and Spider-Man is Peter Parker. So in, in that moment, you see both of those characters bear their souls and be like, this is, I did this. You know what I mean? Like I'm responsible for this. I mourn this loss. I'm, this is, this is what happened. You know, I think Andrew deserves more credit. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, perfectly said. Mukhtar. Um, so yeah. Uh, final uh, ratings for amazing Spider-Man two. I'll go first, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know you go first. Cause I got, I got to think about this. Are we doing it out of 10? Yeah, out of 10. That's what we do here. Um, honestly, I'm, I have trouble putting a number on this too, because there are things I like about this movie and there are things I hate about it. I can't say I hate the movie. I can't, I can't say I hate it, but I also can't be like, this is a good movie. So where do I land on this? I don't know. Uh, like I would probably give amazing Spider-Man one, a three out of 10 instead of a four. I just really, especially after this one, I'm like, yeah, this one, that last one really was dull, especially after watching this one. Cause even though there are things that are worse in this movie, there are things that are so much better. So I think I would, I'll give it a really, really generous five. I it's, it's a very generous five. I think it deserves a four, but I think the stuff that I like, and once again, me and you Mukhtar like we watched it so much as kids in high school and you know as as messy as it is and it's riddled with problems like I have a soft spot for it and I and it's frustrating and and I like how frustrating it's like oh like this and that like it's such an interesting movie um so it's definitely not my least favorite Spider-Man movie I think I I think it's gonna be amazing Spider-Man for right now that's my least favorite so this one's this one is a mess but you know there are, there are things worth mentioning and it's a very interesting superhero movie so i give it a 5 yeah i i think it's not a great movie 
I don't know if it's a good movie, but as I said before, I enjoy it. It's a mess. There's way too much going on, but I enjoy it. And I, I'll probably watch this um, again, like at some point in like the next year I'll, or even like in the next few months, I might throw it on just to be like, oh, this is fun and weird. Um, but I think I got to give it a nice like seven out of 10. Just for that, just for the pure reason of like, oh, this is enjoyable. And it has a little bit more of what I wanted from the first one. That's fair. That's really fair. Amazing Spider-Man, same like Nick. Like Amazing Spider-Man 1 is my least favorite Spider-Man film. It's just, it, it, I really don't enjoy it at all. Um, but Amazing Spider-Man 2, like it has, like I was excited to watch it. I was excited that I got like picked to talk about it, to come on here and like discuss it with y'all. Like, I really do enjoy the film as much as I hate to say it. I'm like, I'm like in the six, six and a half out of 10 range. Cause it has like really strong moments that I really enjoy. And like when I opened it up today, I had started watching it at some point and I was at the dubstep itsy bitsy spider part. Cause like, there are just moments in that movie that I could watch over and over and over again. And that moment is one of them. And they're like, I can't say that about a lot of movies. So like, if it didn't have a couple key parts, like that part, like how, Gwen bites it that that opening sequence of how like spider-man trying to balance life and being spider-man it would be way lower but because it has such these big shining moments throughout the film i think six and a half is where i'm gonna sit if it didn't have the dubstep part six but because it does six and a half that's fair that's fair <laughs> no i think we I think you guys made brilliant points. I think we're all kind of on the same page with how we feel about it, actually, more or less. I mean, like five to seven range, you know, it's like there are things to enjoy, but it's so messy. But like, you know, it, it, it it's 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 definitely unique, um, which is why, once again, it's so much better than that other one, because that other one is just like, uh, when is he going to be here? When's he going to be fun? And at least in this movie, warts and all, it's fun. And it's, it's weird. It's so fucking dumb. But, like, it's at least, like, fun. Like, you like him as Spider-Man. When he's Spider-Man. When he's Peter Parker. Uh, but Spider-Man, you know? So that's something worth noting. Uh, that's our amazing Spider-Man 2 talk. Uh, Mukhtar Ali, thank you so much for being such a special, such a wonderful guest. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. I absolutely love it here. I, I wouldn't want to discuss this movie with anyone else besides you, Hunter, of course. It's fine. No, no, you said, it. You said it. He should know. He should know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know your place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick by it. <laughs> I am. I'm, you know, I'm going to do the opposite of Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. I'm sticking by this. Oh, ooh, good burn. Good burn. Oh, maybe in the next movie you'll change your mind. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to sorry to tell you this, Hunter, but there's no amazing Spider-Man 3. What? Uh, so Tom Holland is our next Spider-Man, and uh, we're going to be uh, talking about Spider-Man Homecoming next week. Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, I think in that Homecoming review, we'll probably even talk about his little role in captain america civil war because why not um i think that's be a fun little thing to do because that is technically the beginning of his story so well I, I guess i'll have to watch civil war now well what at least watch his scenes which is like it's like 10 minutes because <laughs> i i still have a long some. movie so maybe just his part 
Yeah, apparently I've I've never seen Tom Holland as Spider Man other than in uh, the Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. So Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. I'm so intrigued to see what you think. So, uh, yeah, we have been NYC Actors Talk Spider Man. Uh, our main show is NYC Actors Talk Film. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, follow us on Instagram, NYC Actors Film Pod. Uh, we have a website, NYC Actors Talk Film. We have a YouTube channel where eventually we will do YouTube clipped versions of our episodes. And uh, don't you know, I'm Electro. God named Sprinkles? Sprinkles! What is is that not the line? Sparkles. Sparkles. <laughs> I like a god named Sprinkles so much more. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You've changed it. <laughs> Bye, folks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Peace. <laughs>